Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Charlie Parkin, City Attorney for the City of Long Beach, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is our city attorney, Charlie Parkin. Welcome to Straight Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, a lot of folks know we have a city attorney, but doesn't, don't know exactly what he does. And why don't you give us a, a broad view of the responsibilities of your office? Sure. Thank you, Art. I think um, our office is, is about 70 employees, and we handle everything. Uh, all the, we're the legal advisor to the city of Long Beach. We don't do the criminal work for the city but we handle everything that uh, has to do with civil. So we have a harbor section with five attorneys that just work on everything going out in the harbor. We have a litigation team, uh, seven attorneys who handle all the litigation uh, for and against the city. We handle all the workers' compensation for the city of Long Beach. We have about 6,000 employees, and so in that section we have about 20 people. And then we have what we call our departmental council, uh, seven attorneys who represent all of the various departments and boards and commissions in the city. Including our water commission, uh, Rich Anthony. Rich is Anthony there. is the attorney for, yeah. and I used to do that before Rich, but absolutely, we have an attorney who is assigned to Harbor and to the water board. Well, uh, a lot of issues come up, uh, and uh, I know that one of the situations that you do not handle is where there's a conflict. Tell us about that. So if we do have a conflict, then we would probably have outside counsel come in and handle a conflict, uh, depending on what that is. If we have a case involving, say, a police officer and we believe that conduct wasn't appropriate, we have a conflict with that officer. And so we would hire that officer, outside counsel, to handle that conflict. So you, you review that case with the police officer, and if in the judgment of your office uh, the, the police officer did not act properly, you can choose not to defend the city. Correct. Or de we would defend uh, the, the city, police, but the not officer. that individual. And that officer is entitled to have his own attorney, and we would pay for that. Uh, and we would have that as that, a conflict for that type of a conflict. Are, are police-involved shootings and behavior uh, a significant part of what your office handles? Yeah, I, I think they are sig very significant cases, and yes, we do handle those. We try and handle as many of those as we can with the attorneys in our office. We don't usually refer out our police cases involving use of force or officer-involved shootings, so we do handle those. Um, we've had several cases in the last few years that have either gone to trial or we have settled. And those are normally fairly well-publicized cases, I imagine. Yes, the, the trials involving uh, officer-involved shootings or use of force are generally followed pretty closely by the media and reported. Yeah. Well, uh, at a lesser level are claims against the city. Um, I had filed one years ago, as I mentioned to you, 
unsuccessfully, I might there add. There we go. But uh, tell us how that works. So it, generally speaking, in order to file a lawsuit or if someone believes that the city of Long Beach owes them money for, a re for some reason, um, they're required to file a claims. And we get, uh, and it varies, between 600 and maybe 1,000 claims a year. And I have four folks uh, in our office that are claims adjusters and investigators. And uh, over the years, we've kind of transformed that and we've hired some folks that have come from the insurance industry. So they're very familiar with the process and with adjusting claims. And so we'll look at those in two uh, manners. First is, do we believe that the city's responsible for uh, whatever the alleged claim is? And if we believe we are responsible, then we the talk amount. about the amount and the damages. And so a lot of times we might bump into a car and I like to say then somebody says we owe them a brand new car or a new Mercedes and we say no, we owe you a new bumper. Uh, and so if we can reach an agreement with the party on what the appropriate damages are, then yes. we'll authorize that and that'll help us eliminate the costs of litigation. So we get about that number. We probably settle at the claim stage about 25 to 30 percent of the claims that are filed against the city. Very good. The new Civic Center is about to open and I know your office played a role, important role in uh, making that a reality. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting for the city. I think it's going to be really good for the downtown area and our office did play, I think, a very important role in the Civic Center in negotiating the contracts uh, with, our, with the developer. Uh, as you know, there's a port headquarters will be one of the buildings and the Civic Center uh, City Hall will be the other and then we'll have a shared uh, chamber for our meetings, the Harbor Commission meetings and the City Council meetings and, and other meetings. And so it was an interesting uh, negotiation from our part on the city because the harbor was a design build. So at the end of that process, they'll be writing a check to the developer and get the keys. And the harbor and the city's uh, section or building will be a design, build, operate, and maintain for 40 years. And so we have a long-term commitment with a, a third party to maintain the building. And then the civic, the chambers is a shared use. And so we have shared use and um, agreement between the harbor and the city, and they have Tidelands money, and we have the city money, so we had to be very careful on how that was all negotiated. And wasn't part of the uh, development uh, a private-public partnership? Y yes, the entire thing is, um, as you know, it's, it's a three-block development. We have the new library, which is going to be fantastic and very pretty, and then they'll tear down the old library, and that'll open up to this Ocean Boulevard, which I think will be really fantastic for the downtown area. And then the middle block, where the existing city hall sits, is going to be privately developed and that will be um, whatever they determine they want to build at that stage. And the project, uh, I'm told, is on schedule and uh, on budget. Uh, I uh, believe I, it is on uh, schedule okay. and I believe it is on budget, yes. Yeah. I, I just don't know for sure. And then um, we are scheduled to move in uh, in the middle part of 2019 uh, during the maybe late July. Yes. And so um, there, we're excited. We're looking forward to moving. Well, it's created a lot of energy in the downtown area, and we have uh, several billion dollars of construction under construction. and uh, Several more projects that look like they, they are going to be moving forward. We have that new development down on Ocean and Alamitas. Yes. There's uh, two new apartment buildings right across from the new library that are going up. Um, there's some potential development over by the Trade Center. So the development uh, of the new City Hall has really energized the area for development. I, I think that's absolutely true, and I think it really is going to make a difference. I think the Civic Center was kind of holding up some of that uh, yeah. interest. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages.
At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yeah. makes a moment. We're back continuing this conversation with Charlie Parkin, the city attorney for the city of Long Beach. Charlie, recently law was passed requiring uh, that certain records be made public. Tell us about that. Y yes, uh, that AB or SB 1421, uh, and there's another one, AB 748, I believe, has passed uh, by the legislature, changing uh, a long history of keeping certain police records confidential. And under SB uh, 1421, uh, we are now required to turn over certain records in four different categories. Uh, one uh, involving officer use of force, uh, which relates uh, either in death or great bodily injury. Uh, anytime there's an officer involved shooting at a person, uh, a sustained finding of sexual assault or a sustained finding of dishonesty against the police officer. And so um, Long Beach is in the process of trying to gather and go through all of our uh, records uh, to start. We've had numerous requests to, for those records. And so we are in the process of putting all those together, doing whatever proper redactions need to be made for personal information or those kind of things or confidential, uh, maybe the complaining party type information is redacted. 
and then those will be turned over. And that'll include video footage if it exists or body camera footage if it exists. Uh, so it, it's going to be a big change for how we operate as a police department and it's been a huge effort on our office's part and on the Long Beach Police Department's part to get those records uh, and you know go through all those records and find them. Has it been your experience that uh, you have to uh, pull these records out uh, uh, against the wishes of, uh, of the agency or uh, uh, is there a general agreement of what is and what is not a public record that needs to be turned over? That, that's a great question. We, there was, when this law was originally passed, um, a lot of litigation by the police unions uh, who were opposed to applying this law retroactively to, to events that occurred prior to January 1st of 2019. Um, the courts have pretty much consistently ruled, I don't know of any uh, case that didn't rule that way, so uh, that it does apply to any records in our possession. So initially there was some, and the Attorney General had taken a position until the courts had clarified that act that they weren't going to be turning over any records. And so we were kind of waiting for the Attorney General and, and the same uh, argument. So each and city actually has the same problem. Throughout California, absolutely. And so we've been talking to other agencies on how they're handling it and what they're doing. And so we believe we now have a process in place and now the, the hard part is going through all of these records and trying yes. to find all of those documents. Yeah. Okay, tenant protections, uh, much in the news, housing shortage in California, uh, tenants claiming that they don't have a place to move when the rent goes up or when they're evicted. Uh, uh, how does that impact what your office is doing? Well, you're absolutely right, and that, that's been a topic that our council has been dealing with and struggling with for quite some time. And recently, they, uh, we had a very long council meeting on this and heard uh, from both sides of the issue, the landlords and the tenants. And the council has directed our office to draft a, an ordinance for the council's consideration uh, regarding tenant protections. And that ordinance will be coming back to our council soon. And at that point, they're going to Council will tell us if they like it, obviously, or if they don't like it, or if they want changes made. And what our ordinance is proposing uh, at the direction of the council is to allow for a tenant relocation assistance paid for by the landlord if certain conditions are met. And that would be up to $4,500 uh, in tenant relocation assistance if the landlord is, has increased their rent by more than 10% in a 12-month period or has, is not renewing their lease and the, and the tenant has done nothing wrong or is in otherwise in compliance with their terms of their lease or rental agreement, they would uh, be qualified for that assistance. And of course the housing uh, situation impacts other public areas. Uh, uh, homelessness comes to yes. mind immediately and uh, uh, the homelessness can often lead to disease uh, because of uh, garbage piling up on the street and, uh, and so it's somewhat complicated to come up with a solution but it's a very, uh, cities across the state are facing this, this oh, problem. With the housing, housing shortage in California, you're absolutely right, Art. The, um, and, and one of the, the issues I think that the council has been struggling with is that we have folks that are living you know, in housing right now, but they're right on the edge. And, and an eviction notice or uh, without assistance, they don't have that money they need to put together to find another location to live. And so 
this housing relocation assistance I think is critical to help with the homeless issue too because it will help you know those folks give them the resources to to move if they have to move. And some cities of course uh, are considering rent control as a as a solution in part to this problem. Uh, uh, there are some proposals uh, in Long Beach but uh, it hasn't been calendared on the city council docket. The, the council is, as of this date has not uh, gone in that direction at, uh, you know, and directed us to prepare some sort of a, a true rent control ordinance. Um, th there are advocates for that that have come to our council meeting and advocated the council yes. consider that. Yes. And, and as strongly, right, there's advocates on the other side saying, look at these other cities, it doesn't work. It, it actually makes your rents higher and, and that's you know, a policy decision for our council. Okay, we'll be continuing our conversation after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. Continuing our conversation with Charlie Parkin, a city attorney for the city of Long Beach. Charlie, JetBlue flies out of Long Beach Airport, but they recently relinquished some of their slots. Y yes, they did, Art. They uh, gave back 10 of their slots, and uh, we have a process in place under what we call our slot allocation resolution on how we would reallocate those slots. And we maintain a waiting list. Uh, we actually have two waiting lists because we have permanent slots. 41 of the slots at the airport are permanent. And we've, a few years ago, added nine supplemental slots. And those supplemental slots are not what we call permanent they, because we could revoke those or remove them if the noise exceeds what we call our noise bucket or noise allocation. And so we reallocated those recently, uh, giving six of those slots, three permanent and three of the supplemental slots to Southwest and four of the permanent slots to Delta Airlines. And I understand that our limits on uh, noise, of course, at the airport, and uh, there's a limit on when uh, last plane in, I think it's 10, yes. 10 p.m., and planes that come in after that uh, are out of uh, compliance and, and can trigger uh, a penalty. 
they can trigger a penalty and it and it also can trigger it, it kind of magnifies the noise bucket on how much noise is allocated in but yes there, there can be um, if they violate the noise when they come in late they can there can be a penalty uh, and prosecuted by the prosecutor's office yes and I know there's a, a, a give and take because if the uh, late landing is due to weather conditions and route and all uh, they may be excused from the violation. That, that's true. There are, there are a number of exceptions. If it's a military plane coming in or out, or if there is a some sort of mechanical issue or something like that, then there would not be a penalty to those. So they would be able to um, not have or to come in at that hour. But just for the record, we have a very attractive airport. People love to fly in and out of Long Beach Airport, and uh, uh, the rates are, uh, are very competitive. Absolutely, and I think it, when they turned these slots in, of course, there was interest immediately from the other airlines to pick those up. And, and those slots weren't sitting uh, idle even right now. They were what we called underutilized slots, and they were reallocated to these other airlines on a short-term basis. So this reallocation that we were just talking about won't take effect until October 1st because those slots were already spoken for until that time. Very good. Let, let's turn to water for a second. Water sure. is always... Uh, in, in many of our conversations, if a developer wants to build a high-rise with uh, 500 units in it, for example, mm -hmm. uh, is, is he or she responsible for uh, providing uh, water uh, to each of those units? Absolutely. As part of the permitting process, the developer is required to obtain from the water department a water assessment uh, saying that the water company or water agency that's responsible for the distribution of water in that jurisdiction has sufficient resources to provide water to that development. So at some point you may build out and they may say we don't have the sufficient water supply to address that increased density. But uh, without and, and, that, and that can be a block to the development then if absolutely. they cannot get that exactly. certification. Exactly. So they're, they're required to get that so that we, in, our, in the city planning, they can look at density and water supply and say this is, this is the maximum amount we can um, provide. In Long Beach, we're lucky because we, we're pretty much built out, but as we increase density, um, our water department has been able to uh, meet the needs of this increased density and provide those uh, water assessments uh, permits. Another area of concern is, is the port of Long Beach. Uh, which I understand uh, is seeking to shed its uh, water responsibilities uh, to the water department. Uh, tell us about that. I, I don't know if I'd use the word shed, but I think, yes, I think it, it makes sense um, from our office standpoint and, and maybe hopefully business-wise that the water department take over the uh, water system, the distribution system within the port of Long Beach. Um, it, it's a vast system, uh, and, and I think there are obviously challenges with the water department being asked to take over that if, uh, because they need to know the condition and location of all those lines uh, so that the ratepayers aren't getting stuck with something that will be very expensive to maintain. But it, it makes sense, I think, from the water distribution standpoint that our qualified water, potable water experts are handling the water distribution system because the port has a lot of customers down there that rely on the water and um, the water department is the water professional and it sure. does, from a business standpoint it seems to me makes sense. Sure. Uh, how will the move uh, to the new 
Civic Center uh, affect your office? It, it's interesting, and, and, and in ways we didn't really anticipate. Um, a couple of different things immediately. If we're moving in stages, and as we move, we're going to move in the second phase, I'm told, and that may change. But when we go over there, that building won't be open to the public. So even though we'll be out of the old Civic Center, the old City Hall, we'll have to come back in any meetings with the public or any depositions or anything we take are going to have to be back in our old building. And, and no one will be on that floor, right, mm -hmm. except the person who's taking the depot or um, our meeting and we'll be meeting yes. on a conference room somewhere else. In the new building, uh, it's much more secure than our existing uh, City Hall. Have you actually been through the new building? Have you seen I it? I have not. Yeah. I have not. And. Um, but we have a lot of people that come to our floor because they want to file a lawsuit or they want to serve papers or they want to serve discovery or they want to, and, and they're going to have to go through security and be buzzed up to our building and, and we're going to have depots. Uh, we're going to probably be down on a different floor, what we call our, the conference center of the new civic center for a lot of our depositions. So we don't have our deponents and people suing us walking around with all of the confidential information we have on our floor. Do you know what floor you're going to be on? We are on the ninth floor. So the 11th floor is the mayor and city council, 10th floor is city manager, 9th floor is city attorney. There's a pecking order, isn't there? Exactly. 8th <laughs> floor is the auditor, prosecutor, I think, are sharing a floor. Second floor is often the city prosecutor. Well, now they're on the 8th. They're going to share it with uh, okay. the city auditor. And okay. I think the second, they're trying to do most of the offices or, or departments that interface with the public on yeah. the bottom two floors. Sure, sure. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think Long Beach is fortunate to have a fine city attorney's office under the leadership of Charlie Parkin, and we have many devoted department heads and elected officials. And by the way, you are an elected uh, uh, a city attorney. Unique, but yes, elected. And you are responsible to the people of Long Beach, not specifically to the council. That's that correct. Okay. I answer to the people every four years. <laughs> 
Well, uh, there are advantages we can talk about at another time, but Absolutely. any closing thoughts? Well, first, thank you, uh, 26 years, for doing this show. It's pretty awesome to be able to look back at old episodes of the history yeah, of Long look Beach. look a lot younger. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and really, I, I sit here, but all the credit goes to all the folks that work in our, my office. Um, I got some great attorneys that work in the city of Long Beach and some great uh, folks that help us get our job done. Yeah. And I think we have a good relationship with the mayor and the council and a very good relationship with the city management. And, and I think you need that in order to be efficient and to uh, really meet all these challenges that the Absolutely. city of Long Beach has. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you at home for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.